The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Well, I must have not been paying attention. When you were just talking to me He's never gone Do you think that you Never That's from one of my favorite movies ever What about Bob? Great movie Great movie That's one of those movies I could watch it like twice back to back And still not have enough Yeah Bill Murray's just so great My voice is definitely getting better Taking a long time though. Whatever it is that I have, I've had it for three mo- at least three months now. That is rough. We had a lot of viewers last week. Oh yeah. I popped on last night to take a look at it, and it was almost like three thousand views. Which means our audio will be through the roof. This is great. Everybody now. All right. What do you say we get this show on the road, shall we? Hi, how you guys doing? My name's Tom Duggan here with the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, atop Two Guys Smoke Shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. How was your Christmas there, uh, Chrissy? It was very good. The sexiest voice on podcast. Aw, thanks. You had a good Christmas? It was good? We need to get an official vote on that. Uh, Yeah, my Christmas (laughs) was fantastic. It was a nice, nice, quiet one. Me, the boyfriend, and the uh, cat and the dog. Nice. We had a great time. Murphy opened up all his presents. I was just going to ask about Murphy. I have a whole video. I haven't put it online yet. I should have put it online. Someone said to me yesterday, it was the cutest video ever. It's a one-minute video of him um, in the bedroom. And I said, what's going on? Murphy's her dog, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be way funny if you thought it was like a person. Anyway, he runs into the living room and you're like, what's what's it? And he's spinning around and jumping and barking at his stocking that's hanging on the farm. I'm like, oh my God, did Santa come? Very excited dog. That's he, awesome. That's he's awesome. smart. He knows what's up. I want to thank our sponsors. Let's pull that up for start, at the start of the show. Uh, and we're gonna, we, we have, uh, I think, two new sponsors coming in in January. I think we mm-hmm. lost one, but we have two more coming in. But we want to thank McLennan Real Estate Century 21. Love Matt McLennan. And I'm so glad that he comes in once a month or once every other month to talk about real estate, yeah. given everything going on in the country with real estate prices. Lazy River Products in Drake. It want to say it in Sun Construction. Love Ronnie Marsan. EIS, Investigation and Gun Training. Borelli's Deli. Now, go. you got to go to Borelli's Deli. And you got to ask for the Valley Patriot hot sausage. They're in the back. They don't even put them out. You got to ask for them. Uh, but he he makes special hot sausage just for me. And so if you go and you if you really like hot sausage, 
Barali's Deli is the place to go. They also have great, uh, I always recommend the butternut squash ravioli, but they also have spinach ravioli, mm-hmm. which I didn't think would be good, but I grabbed it by accident one day. I reached in for the butternut and I grabbed the wrong one, That's which good. is how I end up finding things that I like a lot. I always get, <laughs> to get things by accident then end up liking them. Um, and it was really, really good. And you know what else is good there is the chicken cutlets are really good. Um, want to thank uh, Tomo and Shaken Seafood. I'm going there for dinner tonight. Um, with my friend, uh, my friend who will be remain, who will remain nameless. Um, excellent food. If you go into Tomo's, you want to get the uh, kamikaze roll. Until the Valley Patriot roll is avail- available, that's going to be available, I think, in January. But until then, you want to try the kamikaze roll. And you, of course, you always want to get if you like the uh, the hibachi. You know that they, they do the thing with the egg in the pocket, and they, I don't even like the show. I, when we were alone, I always just say, "Skip the show. We just want the food. The food's really good." Um, but you want to try the Emperor's Delight. That's the one. That's the one. With they the scall- amazing scallops. Scallops are like so big, it's ridiculous. Um, the scallops are almost what Joe Fish used to have. Oh, okay. Joe Fish used to have these big deep sea scallops. They don't have them anymore oh. since COVID, but. Uh, Tomo does. And right across the street, you get Shaken Seafood, which is pretty good. Um, free shout-out to Clear Path for Veterans New England. AFC, Urge we love Lisa Williams. Hopefully, she'll be back in another week or two. Pleasant Valley Landscaping, Dave Id Consoli, says, um, I'm not taking on new jobs, but I need people. He's got a lot of jobs right now. So if you're looking for work, you want to work for, like, the greatest guy in the world, like a guy that's going to just let you do your job and not micromanage you and not give you crap every five minutes and pays really well. Pleasant Valley Landscaping, if you're looking for a job, look them up online. Um, make sure you let Dave Id Consoli know that you uh, watch the show, and um, and um, I'm sure he will consider you. And a free shout-out to JG's Ice Cream. Uh, also, I want to give another free shout-out to, we have a new advertiser in the Valley Patriot, Doug Mercurio, uh, the law office of Doug Mercurio and Prime Insurance Services. They're out of North Andover and North Reading and um, had a nice conversation with him yesterday. Uh, what a great guy. And uh, we're looking forward to even having him come on the show to do kind of like, you know, free legal advice, like oh. what legally they can. Like lawyers aren't really allowed to give real free legal, but they, they could talk generally about stuff, like give you advice if you're getting divorced what kind of divorce attorney to get, what to look for, what not to look for, that kind of stuff. So we'll have Doug on the show at some point. Um, and, of course, I want to thank my, my Chrissy for being a fine, uh-huh. fine producer. You're um, A couple things to get to. Let's see. I want to, uh, Before we get to any topics, I want to thank Boxford Police Chief Jim Ryder, who showed up at uh, my office on Christmas Eve with nine bags, and I mean big, huge, like, outdoor trash bags full of toys I guess there's somebody in Boxford who does a toy drive every year for kids in Boxford that are that they could use it, and they had some left over. And he called me and said, um, it, it, we, "We've got all of these toys, and it was a lot. I didn't realize as much as it was. Uh, but if you know any uh, underprivileged families, you know who have kids that didn't really have a good Christmas, or they're not, you know, they, they don't have a lot." Um, you know, we'll give them to you. And I said, sure, drop them by. I called my friend Nancy. Ten families the day after Christmas got surprises from Nancy and Kevin, went to their houses and brought them from Santa, obviously, because Jim Ryder is Santa this this year, um, and helped 10 families in Lawrence that had almost no Christmas or had no Christmas because they didn't have any money to buy presents. So I want to thank Jim Ryder. And I don't know who the gentleman is that runs the toy drive. Uh, Chief Ryder is just the guy that kind of matched us up. Um, so when I get that guy's name, I will thank him in the paper. I also want to thank Saint. I want to thank John Zimini from Drake It. 
a good friend of mine, and I know I have a column that rips him apart on a regular basis. Um, that, that, that does not reflect my opinion, but we do believe in free speech, so we let him do it. Uh, but uh, John Zimini, who's a great guy, he's uh, in Drakeit. He's also the St. John's, John's Prep varsity hockey coach. And this year he brought his hockey players to TMF to service the homeless. Uh, he's done this now. I think this is his third year in a row doing it. And it was so, it's so great to see these really well-to-do white kids coming into Lawrence and helping poor people, homeless people, people that are down on their luck, and interact with them and, and get that personal experience. I think that's something that they're going to carry with them for the rest of their lives. And it's because of people like John Zimini. So I want to thank John. Um, we have an update on the police chief uh, management investigation in Lawrence by, I believe it's ADP, Al Donovan's group. I was told yesterday that, that that's moving really quickly and that by mid to late January, we should actually have an answer on that. Oh. This isn't like a Joe Solomon thing where they're going to investigate him forever. Because in, in Methuen, they investigated Joe Solomon because they were trying to get rid of him. So they just investigated him. And then nothing came up, and they investigated him again, and nothing came up, and then they investigated him again until they found something. Uh, and then he eventually just retired because he was, he was sick of this shit. But um, in Lawrence, you've got this management uh, investigation going on. There are some allegations made by some police officers about the way the department is being run. And I want to say again, this is not a criminal investigation, um, but I understand that they're doing interviews as we speak, and they're going to be interviewing members of the department and getting documents and finding out like what's really going on. And then hopefully by mid to late January, we'll have an answer and, and uh, knock on wood. I'll, hopefully I'll have the, uh, the story first because if the Tribune gets it, they'll fuck it up. Um, what else do we have? Okay, so we did the chief update on lines. So we got uh, one national topic and uh, one other local topic. Oh, wait, one more thing. Um, first Essex District, Lenny Mera. First Essex District State Representative Lenny Mera, who's been on this show a number of times. Um, he's a really good guy. He's a really good friend. Uh, he lives in Georgetown. He used to live in Newberry. And he ran for re-election this year. I apologize for getting his opponent's name wrong in the paper. I don't know why three weeks after I got it wrong, somebody told me. It would have been nice if somebody had told me like right away. Um, but Lenny ran and won by 100 votes on election night. And they called for a recount. And he ended up winning by... 10 votes on the recount. He won by 10 votes. So I want to congratulate Lenny Mera. I know I've had people email me saying, hey, whatever happened to that race? You talked about it a lot, but you never gave us the answer. That's the answer. So we've got a couple of uh, topics to get to. Uh, we're going to talk about Methuen a little bit today in, um, in today's um, Daily Beagle, the Eagle Tribune. Uh, according to the Eagle Tribune, and I did not, this is the one meeting that I haven't watched because I was just too busy. The but the, the Methuen mayor and the Methuen police chief have decided to add a deputy chief, a captain, a lieutenant, and a sergeant to the, to the Methuen police department. Wow. How about that? Now, anybody who's been watching this show for any amount of time, especially over the last year, might remember that about a year and a half ago when Joe Solomon was chief, the mayor well, – actually, not the mayor. I'm not going to blame the mayor for this. It was actually the council. The council is – Beat the living crap out of Methuen Police Chief Joe Solomon because he was top-heavy. Too many sergeants, Steve Saber says. Too many captains, Jim McCarty says. Too many, too many lieutenants. We're top-heavy. It's all, it's all Solomon's buddies. we got to get rid of them all. So they took a vote, and they cut, I, I, and for, I think I'm remembering $5 million 
if, if I'm remembering it right, they cut like $5 million out of the police budget and they had to bump captains to lieutenants, down to lieutenant, lieutenants down to sergeants, sergeants down to patrolmen, and then they laid off patrolmen. Because when you do layoffs in a police department, because of the way the police department, the police uh, superior officers and patrolmen's contracts read, you can't lay off a captain. So if you're laying off, if you look at how much a captain makes and you want to lay off a captain, you, you deduct that amount of money from the budget, but the captain doesn't get laid off. He gets reduced down to lieutenant. And then two lieutenants get knocked down to sergeant because you're going to make up for the amount of money that you're paying the captain, right? And then the lieutenants get, and then three, two or three lieutenants get knocked down to sergeant, four or five sergeants get knocked down to patrolmen, and then patrolmen get laid off. And we heard for over a year, well over a year, the city council wringing their hands and crying and whining. There's too many policemen. I can't believe it's so top-heavy. Joe Solomon's so evil. He kicks puppies on Sundays and steals money from the poorbacks at church. It's so horrible. We have to lay them off. We just we have no choice. We have to do it. And I remember coming in here, and I remember talking about it. And I remember getting myself in trouble talking about it. I remember Steve Saber's family going online, making up all kinds of crap about me because I was exposing their dad. But the bottom line was they caught police officers. And I think it turned out to be about 18 or 20 cops. I want to say 30, but I don't think it was that many. Um, but they ended up laying off patrolmen because of it. And that hurt the public safety of Methuen. But now that the chief isn't Joe Solomon, now that Joe Solomon's retired now that he's gone now suddenly wow we need we need sergeants lieutenants and captains in Methuen who would have thought who would have thought it just goes to show you that all of the dog and pony most 90% of the dog and pony show that you saw from the city councilors during the Joe Solomon thing was just outright bullshit was some of it true yeah I'm sure some of it was true because nobody's perfect everybody makes mistakes everybody does stupid things even me but that's not what we were hearing from the Methuen City Council. We were hearing from the Tribune and the Globe and the Herald and the Methuen City Councils who were feeding them that you had way too many captains. I mean, we're just so top-heavy. We had so many lieutenants. We had so many sergeants. We have to, we have to cut the, the police budget. We hate to do it, but we have to cut the police budget. Now they're adding millions and millions of dollars into the police budget so that they can reward the people that hated Joe Solomon and promote them for hating Joe Solomon and being whistleblowers and feeding the information that they fed, whatever it was, to the city councilors during that whole kerfuffle with Joe Solomon. This isn't really about Joe Solomon, so please don't turn your, don't turn your brain off if, if you hate Joe Solomon and you, you believe like what you've read in the newspaper. Don't turn Because this isn't really about Joe. I'm just making a comparison. And the comparison is when it was a police chief they didn't like, we had to lay off captains, lieutenants, and sergeants. Now that they've got a chief that they like, we're adding captains, we're adding lieutenants, we're adding sergeants, and the chief whistleblower against Joe Solomon, uh, Randy Hagar, they're creating a new position. They're creating a deputy chief's position. Now, I don't know why any department needs a deputy chief. I, I don't understand it in Lawrence. I don't understand it in Haverhill. And I don't understand it in Methuen. There's no need for a deputy chief. You hire a chief to administer your department. And if he can't do that, then you get another chief. But you don't hire a guy to be deputy chief to do half of his job. We pay police chiefs a lot of money, as you guys know, after following the Joe Solomon thing, right? Well, the city council voted 
um, to add all of these positions. And then they took a vote um, on a contract for Randy Hagar to be the deputy chief because, of course, we have to pay him. We have to we have to give him his little favors after he fed documents and information to the councils because he hated Joe Solomon. And he, they're really what they're doing is they're lining him up to replace Mac, uh, 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 Chief Ma- Chief McNamara, Scott McNamara. Sometimes I get a brain fart when I'm live because my brain is going a little faster than my than my my, my lips. <coughs> so you've got Randy Hagar is being promoted to deputy chief. And here's how this breaks down. You know, they complained how much money Joe Solomon was making. They complained about the contract for the superior offices. They whined and they cried and they wringed their hands and they called it mismanagement and they, and they, and they uh, called Howie Carr on RKO and spent an hour, DJ Beauregard, spent an hour on Howie Carr one day talking about all the, the bloated bureaucracy of the police department. Can you believe we're paying cops so much money? Here's what they're going to vote on, folks. They're going to give Randy Hagar, they proposed giving Randy Hagar a contract starting at $152,000, along with $38,125 for an educational incentive, and $10,000 more, $10,264 more for, uh, because he has a master's degree, and $16,000 more for his longevity. And when you add all of that up, I did a, a quick, I had to have Siri do it for me because I went to Lawrence High. I have to count on my fingers. Uh, but I did write it down. <coughs> all told, when you add all of this up, you're talking about adding a deputy chief in Methuen, a political hire, by the way, who's going to make $221,240 a year. And you guys bitched about Joe Solomon? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, Seriously? Folks, if you live in Methuen, this is just proof that they were full of shit. This is just proof that everything that they said when Joe Solomon was here, like him or not, you got to call it the way that it is. When Joe Solomon was here and they complained about how much money the police superior officers were making, they were full of shit. They were just looking for ways. And by the way, I'm I'm not going to say that. They were looking for ways to get rid of Joe Solomon. They were looking to make him look bad no matter what. Even though it was a previous mayor that signed those contracts, even though two previous mayors had signed those contracts, they tried to blame Joe Solomon. And now they're doing the exact same thing. How about that? How about that? I mean, you would think a guy like DJ Borga, nice kid, he wants to be mayor so bad it's ridiculous. You, and he's the council president. You would think that he would have made a charter objection and said, hey, wait a minute. I'm the guy that kicked the crap out of Joe Solomon for all the money he was spending. This is ridiculous. No, he was ready to vote yes. It was Jim McCarty. (laughs) Figure that one out. It was Jim McCarty who did a charter objection and said, this is too much money. That I don't get, but I'm going to give him credit for it because because he's right. Listen, if I had my way, I'd pay cops a million dollars. I would pay every patrolman a million, and I would pay every sergeant three million, and I would pay every lieutenant five million, and I would pay every police chief $20 million if I had my way. Because these guys are running toward the gunshots when the rest of us are running away. These are the guys that ran into the buildings on 9-11 when everybody else was fleeing. These are the guys that go into a burning building. I bet most people don't know this, that most fires, most municipal fires that happen, police get there before the firefighters do. And they're running in with, with, before, the, before the hoses show up. 
before they've got backup, they're running in to pull people out of those buildings. So if I had my way, I'd, I have no problem with cops making this kind of money. I said that back when Joe Solomon, and I'm, I'm going to say it now when it's, when it's Randy Hagar, even though the guy kicks the shit out of me everywhere he goes. I would be, I, I'm perfectly happy giving him 221000 My objection is the hypocrisy. My objection is complaining about it when it's one guy and then you doing it when it's, when it's a guy that you like. That's the problem that I'm seeing here. That we had to lay off captains because we were too top-heavy under Solomon, but now that he's gone, we're hiring them back. And we had to lay off lieutenants and sergeants because we were too, too, too top-heavy under Joe Solomon, but now we're hiring them back. That's the problem that I have with all of this. And you would think, I'm going to mention another counselor, Mike Samad, who went after Joe Solomon more viciously, and I think wrongly, than anybody else on that council. He was ready to vote yes, too. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. How, how do you guys sleep at night? How do you guys sleep at night? Uh, this, this is, you take the crap that we deal with on the national level, where if Trump does something, it's horrible, but if Biden does it, it's okay. And now we brought that down to the local level. And, it's, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm, I'm going to tell you why, and I know you guys aren't going to believe me, but tell me from the inside, I'm going to tell you exactly why this happens. Because for the most part, you've got a bunch of left-wing lunatics running Methuen. That's why. Because they have the same mentality about Joe Solomon and the new chief as they have for Trump versus Biden. Our guy can do no wrong. The other guy can do no right. And that's the way it is. And that's the way it's been for a while. It's been, that's, it's been that way in Methuen now for, I'm going to say, a good four years. That the favorite sons can do no wrong and anybody that we don't like can do no right. And this is the proof. I mean, listen, this isn't Tom Duggan making up these numbers. I pulled this out of the Eagle Tribune. And it's only because I didn't watch the meeting. If I'd watched the meeting, I would have written the story, but I've been very busy. It's no excuse, though. I understand it's my job, and I should have done it. So let's give the Tribune credit for what they did. As much as I hate to, we're going to do it. And looking at these numbers... You mean to tell me that you complained about what superior officers were making, but you're okay with creating a brand new position for the, for the guy that, that fed you information about Joe Solomon, that hated Joe Solomon, was screwing him behind his back every chance he got. By the way, me too, not for anything. You're going to give that guy 221000 for a brand new job that never existed? That's what you're going to do? After you, and by the way, this isn't a different council. You know, a, a lot of times this happens, like a new council comes in and they, they do something, and then they, it looks hypocritical, but there's new people on the council. This is the same fucking council. The same nine people who cried and whined and pounded their fist and, and attacked Joe Solomon and attacked other, other members of the police department. These are the same nine people. And I just don't understand how, with a straight face, they can look at them through and voters and say, on the one hand, it's top-heavy. On the other hand, now that the guy that we don't like is gone, we're going to do the exact same thing. I don't, I don't understand how you guys sleep in it. And what I really don't understand is, where are the people with the pitchforks and the torches storming City Hall saying, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, where are the people of Methuen? Again, like Joe Solomon or not, it's not about him. It's about the comparison. Where are the people standing up at City Council meetings saying, hey, wait a minute. I pay taxes in Methuen. You guys said the police department was too top-heavy. You guys cut money out of the budget. We supported you when you did that. Now you're putting it back? Now you're hiring a deputy chief for $221,240? And by the way, that's this year. That's going to go up. 
cost of living increases, Quinn bill, uniform alliance, uh, allotments, educational allotments. That could be $300,000 in another year or two. You think a deputy chief is worth $300,000, but you didn't think Chief Solomon was worth $300,000? The chief two years ago wasn't worth $300,000, but a deputy chief that never existed is going to be worth $300,000? Does that make sense to anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Boy, I'll tell you, I'd love to get DJ. DJ Borgai keeps saying, you know, I really like the Valley Patriot. You know, I'm sorry about, you know, that we weren't getting along for a while. I really want to make it up to you. And I said to him at the time, you want to make it up to me? Stop coming on the show so I can ask you questions. Stop participating in the Valley Patriot. And he hasn't done it yet. I'd love to have him here and ask him this question. I mean, I'd be, ni- I'd be nicer about it than when he's not here. That's the way it works. But, but I would still love to ask the question. Please square for me how it was way too expensive a year ago, and now you're spending actually more money. Like, please explain to me how, that, how that's okay, and how do you sleep at night? That's, that's, the, real, that's the one I want to know. Because I, I, couldn't, I, couldn't go to bed at, I couldn't go to bed and sleep knowing that I went out and said one thing for one guy and something else for the other guy, and I was, if I was an elected official representing people, I, I, don't, I don't know how I would... How would I go to Dunkin' Donuts and look my constituents in the eye? I don't think I could do that. These people are shameless. They're shameless. Just like the people who thought that when Donald Trump did something, it was horrible, but now that Joe Biden's doing it, it's perfectly okay. And by, by the way, vice versa. The people that thought that Joe Biden was, is horrible for what he's doing, but when Trump did it, it was okay. We have to kind of like start calling it the way that it is. Otherwise, this whole system falls apart. So that's, that's it on the, uh, on the Methuen thing. I... I it takes a lot to make me speechless. But when I read this this morning in the Tribune, I thought, that, that can't be right. Like, how could that possibly be right? And I, made, I only made one call, usually I make two or three. I only made one call and said, I know you watch the meetings. Is this right? And they called me back and did the math and said, yep, it's 100% right. The Tribune got it right for once. Wow. Wow. $221,240 for, uh, for a deputy chief. And by the way, hats off to Jim McCarty. Never thought you'd hear me say that. But hats off to Jim McCarty. He did what's called a charter objection. That means all debate on the issue stops, and you have to wait until the next meeting to take a vote on it. And in the meantime, the city attorney looks up to see if what you're doing is really against the charter. Now, usually this is a tactic that is used to stall something. Because when they come back in two weeks, it's usually, yeah, you know, it's not against the charter. You can do it, and then they just do it. But it delays the process so that people can swap favors behind the scenes and all that. I don't think that's what happened here. As much as I'd like to think that about Jim McCarty because he does it all the time, I just don't think that happened here. I think he legitimately looked at this and thought, you know what, Duggan's going to kick the shit out of us if we, if we do this. And Charter objected, and, and he's the only one smart enough to do it. Like, where's Jessica? I mean, if there's a comma in the wrong place on page 95 of a proposal that's going on, she's going to talk about it for an hour. I, I didn't see this meeting. I hope she railed against this. I hope she railed against it. I hope they vote against it. For their own sake, I hope they vote against it. Now, if, my personal opinion, if I was sitting on the council, I would have voted for it. I, I have no, and, I w- and I would give the chief a raise, and I would give every sergeant a raise, and I would give every lieutenant a raise, and certainly I would give the patrolman a raise. I have, uh, personally have no problem paying cops this kind of money because when you look at what other people in government are making, you know, members of your... Members of your, uh, of your um, Especially like the state and federal level, you've got uh, people that do literally like nothing. Well, you look at the school department, and you've got mid-level managers making two hundred thousand dollars, and they literally just shuffle paper all day. They literally do nothing. 
If you're going to pay those people that kind of money, I have no problem paying cops that kind of money. Seriously. So please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. That I, that I, I don't want to get hate mail saying that I was railing against paying cops more because I'm not. I, I would vote for – in fact, I don't even like Randy Hager. I would still vote for this contract. In fact, I might even make a motion to give them more money if you could scale it for all the other cops and give them more money. And I would take it out of the school department. That's what I would do. But when you're the one who says it's too much money and then you do it, that's a problem. Counselors. Counselors. That's a problem. And when you come up for re-election, oh, they don't come up for re-election. That's why they did it. Now it makes sense. Uh, The light bulb just went off, Chrissy. Seven of the nine counselors, it turned out they can't run for re-election. That's why they did it. After the election. After the election. That's why they did it. Wow. All right. Well, I guess we all learned something today, including me. Uh, I got one other topic I want to talk about. You cannot flip on the news over the last couple of weeks and not see the invasion on our southern border. We are getting invaded by foreign people. They're coming from all over the world. Please don't send me hate mail that I'm a racist because you're an idiot if you think that. It has nothing to do with race. I don't care what country you come from. I don't care if you're coming from County Cork in Ireland. If you're here illegal, you got to go the hell home. Millions of people streaming across the border, millions of them. And the White House is sitting on their ass doing nothing, pretending that it's not a problem, having press conferences saying the border's closed. And when the reporters say, wait a minute, we're watching the news every day, literally millions of people streaming across the border. We have homeless Americans. Think about this. We have homeless Americans sleeping on the streets of, let's just make, keep it local. Million, we have people sleeping on the streets of Lawrence. Some of them are veterans sleeping on the streets. No place to live, no place to eat, no place to get warm. And we're importing millions of poor people with no skills and no ability to contribute to our society unless they're hired under the table, which, by the way, is illegal. And if you look in Methuen, they've just put in, and I don't know what the number is, 30 or 40 families in Methuen at the, at the day's end, who we were first told were illegal, we're now told they're not illegal. I suspect they've been made legal in between. I suspect they, weren't, I suspect they didn't come here legally. The Biden administration is using millions and millions of dollars to process people at the border and make them legal. That's what they're doing. And please don't tell me that it's not happening and it's a conspiracy theory because it's not. We know for sure that that's what's happening. Yet you have Americans sleeping on the streets. Look at San Francisco. Lawrence has a problem. Lawrence has about 150 people living in the streets. San Francisco has a million or more people living in the streets. Those are American citizens, and you're importing more poor people? We can't take care of the people that we have? Now, listen, I'm all for allowing people to come here legally and making it easier for them to come here legally. If you're coming here from another country and you have a really good reason to come, I'm all for you coming. I'm not against immigration at all. I think immigration's great. But you got to do it legally. Just like I don't mind having a party and having 100 people come over to my house. But you got to be invited. I don't want people that I didn't invite showing up because when someone uninvited shows up, eventually that kind of causes problems, doesn't it? This country, our economy is collapsing. Our education system is collapsing. Our, our entire civility in our country, our, our entire criminal justice system is collapsing. Our federal government has no clue. People running our government have no clue what's going on in the real world. Or if they do, they're screwing us up on purpose. And at the same time, all of this is going on. Gas prices, grocery prices, 
uh, the, the, the horrible economy, everything that's happening in this country, and we're letting millions of people from other countries stream in and stream, and, we, and we're processing them and we're streamlining them and we're making them citizens and we're shipping them all over the country. And uh, I saw yesterday on CNN, believe it or not, they're finally two years later covering the story about how there's a, a, a community in Texas that has a total of about 3,000 people in it and they've got 8,000 migrants sleeping on the streets right now. It looks like downtown Beirut after the bombing of Beirut. That's what it's starting to look like. And if you don't think that's going to be every community in the country by the time the Biden administration is done, then you're not paying attention. Because we haven't felt, at least in the Merrimack Valley yet, we haven't felt the influx of all these millions of people. And I I know I'm going to get emails from people saying, no, it's not millions, Tom, you're exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. If if you're dumb enough to go by the numbers that that the press and the government give you, then you're an idiot. You're, just, you're not just not paying attention. You're an idiot. If you believe anything the federal government says at this point, I mean, they, they lie about everything, and I mean everything. And they're estimating now that uh, 11,000 a week are coming across the border. If they're saying 11,000, you can guarantee it's 100,000. You can guarantee it because they lie about everything. They lie about everything. They run around saying we're not in a recession. Anybody go to the grocery store last week and, and agree with... Joe Biden, that we're not in a recession? <laughs> Any, anybody guess up your car and, and agree that we're not in a recession? I don't think anybody believes that. They'll say it out loud if they have to because they're Democrats, but no real person believes that. And by the way, the stream is coming. The influx is coming. We haven't felt it in the Merrimack Valley yet. We've got 30 or 40 families put up at the Days Inn in Methuen so far. Those kids are now going to be going to the Methuen schools. Methuen schools can't handle that kind of an influx of people. And that's with only 50 families. Imagine when it becomes 1,000 families. Imagine what Lawrence is going to be like when 1,000 Haitians show up overnight. A bus pulls up and 1,000 Haitians climb off the buses. Imagine what Lawrence is going to be like. You think North Andover is safe? North Andover is not safe. You think Andover is safe? Andover is not safe. Neither is Drake it. Because that's where they're going to go. That's where they're going to go. And the reason why all this is happening is not because Joe Biden is incompetent. He is, but that's not the reason. They're doing it on purpose. They, they, they've said out loud they want to change the racial makeup of America. Then when you call them on it, they call it a conspiracy theory. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory by white people who are afraid they're going to be replaced. No, you people said you were wanted to replace white people. You said you wanted to change the demographic. I found at least 10 videos on YouTube before the show today of congressmen and senators and people high up in the Democrat Party doing interviews, bragging, not just saying it, but bragging that they were changing the racial makeup of Texas, that they want to flip Texas blue, meaning they want Texas to vote Democrat. Right now, Texas votes Republican. But they think if they just keep importing poor people, keep importing poor people, keep importing poor people, leave it open, eventually that's going to flip to blue because the goal is get these illegal aliens in, give them their citizenship, then let them vote. It's already happening. It's already happening. And by the way, the people who say there's no such thing as voter fraud, we've done entire shows on this. But there's no, mecha- there's no mechanism. If you're an illegal alien who got into America yesterday, Chrissy, when you came to this country legally or not legally, you know you can vote, right? You're not supposed to vote. But there's no mechanism to stop you from voting. So if you go down and you sign up 
and say that you're an American citizen on the, on the form, that's good enough for them. They take you at your word. I don't need to prove. No, you don't have to prove nothing. No, you don't have to prove anything. No. Interesting. You might have to show them like something that like where you're living, you know, like a, a gas bill that shows that you you live in wherever, what town, Salem, yeah. Wyndham, right? But this, it's illegal under the Motor Voter Act. It's a felony for any member of the election departments in any community to even remind somebody signing up to vote that they have to be a citizen because it's considered intimidation. It's considered voter intimidation. Wow. Okay? So the system was set up purposely so that people who aren't eligible to vote can still vote. And you can't catch them. So when illegal people vote and people like me complain about it, what does the other side say? Well, where's your proof? You made it so that we can't prove it. You made it impossible to prove because you passed the motor voter bill, which is way back on Ted, under Ted Kennedy. That it's illegal. You, if, if, I, if I walk in with a guy who just got off the boat from Zimbabwe and I walk him into the Lawrence uh, City Hall and I bring him downstairs to the first floor and get him to sign up to vote, they can't say to him, you have to be a citizen. By the way, just letting you know, you got to be a citizen. They can't even say that. They can't even remind you. It's a felony. The person who does that can go to jail. Federal jail, by the way. It's a federal law. And it's not on the paperwork? Like, you don't have to check a box? Like, yeah, you, you, yeah you check a box that says... Oh, but, you just lie. But, they, but, yeah, but yeah, but you, they, just take, they just take your word for it. Oh. So after Trump said the election was stolen by illegal voters, and they say, but that's a baseless claim. There's no evidence. Of course there's no evidence. You guys set it up so that there wouldn't be any evidence. That's the problem. And by the way, we know that this is true. And anybody who has followed Lawrence elections knows that this is true. Because we all remember Willie Lantigua. We all remember what happened under Willie Lantigua. Not in just one election, but in three elections. Where Willie, in fact, Dan Rivera, when he ran against Willie Lantigua back in, I'm going to get the year wrong, so I'm not going to give it, but I think it was 16, 17. Whenever Dan Rivera ran against incumbent Willie Lantigua, who was the mayor at the time, he had to bring the entire apparatus of the Democrat Party of the state into Lawrence to monitor the election counting to make sure there was no cheating. And they brought in ICE before the election for election day to make sure people weren't cheating. Now, why would they do that if there was no voter fraud? Why would Nikki Songus, who was our congressman back then, why would all of the, all of the Democrats uh, uh, in, on Beacon Hill come to Lawrence, including, by the way, Elizabeth Warren, come to Lawrence to oversee the election Voting and counting if there was no such thing as voter fraud. We know there's voter fraud. And by the way, the illegals know that there's voter fraud. And the people who benefit from the illegal votes know there's voter fraud. And that's why what's going on now is going on now. They want to replace the white middle class family. And they want to replace it with people because the white middle class family is not voting Democrat anymore. They want to replace them with people who will. And they brag about it. And then when you call them on it, they say... That, that's racist. That's a conspiracy theory. You're just white. You're worried you're getting replaced. No, you people said it. You people said it. Maxine Waters has said it. Um, um, uh, Nancy Pelosi has said it. I go down a list of about 10 people that I watched this morning on interviews saying it out loud. AOC has said it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has said it. So this isn't Joe Biden being incompetent, even though he is. This is a this is purposeful. This is exactly what the Democrats want, and this is what we're getting. And now, crime is spiking everywhere. Crime is up 
everywhere, except for the places where it's not a crime anymore to steal. And it's, in or, I think it's Oregon or Washington, rape is not a crime anymore. They don't prosecute. The DA actually, I could, I could almost understand the DA not wanting to prosecute a crime. What I don't understand is going public and saying, we're not prosecuting sexual crimes anymore. Rape, sexual assault, you, we're not prosecuting them anymore. I think it was, Oregon, it was either Oregon or Washington. Where's Seattle? Washington. It's Washington. So rape is now legal in Seattle, by the way. You think streaming in millions of people from other countries who aren't from our culture, who don't understand our ways, you think that's going to make that better or worse? I guarantee you it's going to make it worse. It's going to make it worse. And what can we do about it? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. You can write your congressman. It's not going to help. You can write the president. It's not going to help either. The only thing we could really do is vote in a new president. But we're stuck with this guy for two more years. You think the first two years of the Biden administration were bad? Strap in, kids. It's going to be a rough two years. All right. Thank you, Chrissy. I guess we'll roll up uh, Melvin Taylor to the end of the show. Not bad for a guy who had no topics at the top of the show, right? Trying to pull up my sponsors and I can't find them again. All right. We'll do it in, in reverse order. JG's Ice Cream. I want to thank JG's Ice Cream. Great guys. The Jafrida Brothers. I'm going to get like a chocolate frap on my way home today. Pleasant Valley Landscaping. Dave Id Consoli is looking for workers. So if you're looking for a job, where's my friend Dan Bishop? Dan Bishop, go down there and apply for a job. I know my friend Dan's looking for a job. AFC Urgent Care. We love Lisa Williams and Zaka and all those guys over there. Clear Path for Veterans New England. Tomo and Shaken Seafood. Borelli's Deli. EIS. Investigation and Gun Training. Marcin and Sun Construction. Lazy River Products and Drake It. This is their last show with us. We love those guys. Thanks for coming in for, for a year. It was great. And McLennan Real Estate, Century 21 in Methuen on Broadway. Thank you, Chrissy. Hope you have a uh, good New Year. I hate New Year's. Happy New Year. I hate New Year's, so I'll just be avoiding people all day. But Melvin Taylor says you got to go home. Is that what he said? Yeah. Then go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.